Hello, my dear curious friend. Welcome to episode number 30 from the episodes that people show us around. Today, we're traveling to far, far away. We're going to visit a group of islands right next to New Zealand. Honestly, I don't think I will ever visit those islands, no matter how beautiful they look like. They look like it's a piece of heaven. But the reason I will probably not visit these islands is because they're so far away. But thank God for this podcast, because I get to learn new things. and Hopefully, you will learn new things as well. The island is called Rarotonga. I'm going to say it again, Rarotonga. There are a few islands next to it that are also really beautiful. So we're going to explore a really, really nice location. And I'm really excited to introduce you to Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing this morning? It's morning. I'm doing great. Thank you, Pavel. It's a yeah, lovely sunny day in New Zealand. It's sort of autumn and winter, a bit of a mix. So, you know, it's a great day. Yeah, that's what I said. Good morning, because you're all the way in New Zealand. Um, I, I invited you here because, you know, we met online. It's the first time we see each other, but it's easy to see how fresh and smiley you are. And I just love having people on my podcast that have this personality. And then you told me about an island that you recently had an excursion to an island called Rarotonga. Do I pronounce it correctly? Rarotonga, which is, you know, relatively close to New Zealand. And I was like, I have never heard about this island. But when I Googled this island, I was like, oh my God, what kind of a paradise is this? I need to know more. So that's why I invited you, Catherine. And we're just, you know, sitting back on our chairs and we're excited to hear more about this island. But, be- <laughs> but before we do that, because I don't know you and the audience doesn't know you, can you just briefly share, you know, a short summary of yourself? So I live in New Zealand. I have a podcast, uh, I don't have a podcast. I have a website called The Five Kilo Traveler and I encourage people to travel light. So I'm a travel blogger and I love, absolutely love traveling. I've traveled since um, my OE or overseas experience back in my early 20s. And it's just, travel is my passion, absolutely love it. And uh, so this last 18 months uh, with COVID has uh, certainly curtailed my travels, but it wasn't the right time to travel. And uh, hopefully the world will start opening up when it's safe to do so. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, this is one of the things that we have no control of. So it is what it is. You know, we, we just is. live with it. Absolutely. And yeah. we get to explore our own countries instead. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm trying to tell people because don't book holidays outside of your country. Just look what's in the backyard. It's, yeah. we just take things for granted. Well, I mean, your story and your blog really sounds interesting. That was the initial idea to talk about how you travel with five kilos only. That is, Matt, and we're going to record an episode about that. But before that, you know, let's let's dive into this island, you know, what is happening. So uh, first of all, how far is this from New Zealand? Well, it's about a three and a half hour flight from New <laughs> is Zealand. Is everything far away from New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, Australia is a three and a half hour flight too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can take yeah, the flight we, we from really anywhere. Are the, we, you can, you can, so basically you can fly from Australia as well to that island? 
No, uh, not at the moment, not during. So the only people that are allowed to fly to Rarotonga at the moment is uh, New Zealanders. Um, oh, no, okay. Yeah, just and it's because uh, Cook Islands and New Zealand are quite close politically. And also the fact that New Zealand and the Cook Islands don't have any COVID cases at the moment. So they've been trying to get it uh, set up so that it's safe for the Cook Islanders for travellers to come there. So they're sort of starting with New Zealand at the moment. Okay, I understand. So is this island part of New Zealand or is it a separate entity or? It's it it's, it's it is its own. It's got its own government and everything like that. But it, it does come under. Um, it some people call it a protectorate, uh, but uh-huh. it does come under the umbrella of New Zealand. Uh, I think they've got their own government and they look after themselves and do everything. But I think New Zealand does do some infrastructure funding and things like that. So New Zealand supported the Cook Islands during the COVID. Um, during oh. the pandemic, so financially, um, and and it's a, I think it's a good relationship. Hmm, yeah, in in return, the island said, "Okay, New Zealand people, you're welcome to join us <laughs> since you yeah. uh, supported us." So I see the population is about ten thousand people. Uh, what can we do or see in the island except lying on the beach? Yeah, so on the main island, you've got um, Rarotonga, and it is um, basically it's 32 kilometers round. Uh, so you can hire a, a scooter or a moped, um, a push bike, an e bike, or a car, and uh, you can drive around the island. So we've driven around that island several times. It's, um, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's Um, it's a really laid-back island. It's it's um, we first went there about 20 years ago, and it really hasn't changed much at all. The you know it's it's not overdeveloped. It's not um, there's it's not overly touristy. Like it's just it's still really lovely. It's still genuine. Um, they've still maintained the real Cook Island. Uh, atmosphere there and it's it's just beautiful so you can do things like snorkeling um, straight off the beach um just mm. where we were staying which was a, an airbnb in the south of rarotonga uh, we just walked down the stairs on the beach and then straight into the water and we were snorkeling with tropical fish so it was really magical but you can do um there's diving and fishing charters Uh, there's resorts there so you can have all the the beautiful meals and the pools and the um, massage and facials and all those kinds of things all the luxury stuff um which is that you can do lots of things based on the water there's um the upright mm-hmm. paddle boarding um there's this thing where you i haven't done it but you you go and see the turtles um It's yeah, and then there's also, as you can see on those pictures there, there's big mountains. Um, and so you can actually do a walk across the island, but it's um you've got to be pretty fit for that walk. It's a pretty, pretty gnarly walk. And there the fish we saw. We saw lots of fish like that. We were just swimming in amongst schools of those little black and white fish. I think they're the convict fish. The what? I think they're called convict fish, the little convict <laughs> because convict. of the stripes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But yeah, all of these ones, we saw lots of these kind. Yeah. 
That was that was magical. They're very colorful fish. Okay, so basically you can do a lot of snorkeling, which makes sense. You're an island. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you can do tracking as well. You said you can cross yeah. the mountains. Yeah, Lower so you, the, there's a, it's a really, there's a, the walks across the mountains. Are, are, it's, um, you know, you're walking across tree roots and things like that. It's not a, it's not a, a well you can't yeah it's not, it's not a, a developed road yeah you need to no, make your path no. you can see that even using ropes yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly and you go with a guide the safest thing is to go with a guide because um yeah you could get a bit lost it will injured i mean look at that <laughs> yeah it must be really cool once, crazy. You, once you make it it's really cool but yeah it's, exactly it's, it's basically so you know it's, yeah go on Oh, so it's a it's a tropical island in the South Pacific. So it's got um, like the temperatures when we were there was about 26, 29 degrees. Uh, but in summer, it gets up to about the late 30s. So um, even in winter, it's it's pleasant. Okay, so when would you say is the it's it's hard to say best time of the year. Then I mean, probably can go in the winter. You know, when it's a well, bit for, more mild. Well, for New Zealanders, you know, for us going away to somewhere warm and tropical in winter is absolutely idyllic. So New Zealanders will go there, um, you know, any time from now, basically. Um, the Australians, you know, they're used to a bit more heat than we are. So um, hmm. they, uh, they, I think they quite like the the summer season as well, but it's it's pretty much year round. I was talking to someone at the resort, and they said that because I wondered whether actually tourism dropped off in that high summer, and uh, but it doesn't. Oh, he's one of the guides. Oh, you know him? No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone talks about him. Oh, is he? He's famous. Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose I suppose you're going to be famous. You know, when when you're doing these things there. You know, such a exactly. small place. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, what else? What? Else, how long did you stay there? So we were there for five days. Okay. And so our our thing was that we wanted to boost the economy, so we boosted the economy and our waistlines. <laughs> okay. So moving on, what did you eat there? <laughs> Eating. Oh, so the thing to eat there really is um, is the fish. You know, it's a it's an island surrounded yeah. by water, and the fish is amazing. So um, lots of mahi mahi, um, and now I can't remember what the other. I think there's a there's a fish called uh, wahoo. 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 Okay. Um, but mahi 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 seem to be. Oh, and there's also the um, parrot fish as well. But yeah, this, so this is um, the food that they eat is a lot of um, raw raw fish. So sashimi, and they have a special dish called ikamata. And ikamata is, um, it's you chop the fish up and then you marinate it in lemon and lime juice for about an hour or so. Uh And then you tip that juice out and then you add in coconut milk and spring onions red onions, uh, coriander, tomatoes. Yep, that's it there. Wait, so hold on. Okay, so you marinate basically because I found the photo. Basically, you you take the fish, you chop it, you marinate it, and then you put it in the half coconut. And you no, put not the half coconut. <laughs> no? No, just in the, in the coconut milk. 
So this is, um, we didn't get any, any served actually in a coconut. Uh, it, go, it gets served on a plate. Okay. So this is this just is, maybe uh, an extra. Because that's yeah. really interesting because as you, as you, you know, dig in, you're going to get some coconut pieces as well. And it's going to, you know, it's an well, interesting actually, taste. And this photo, like coconut's really, really hard. So I don't really know if you could actually eat the coconut mm. on the outside of this picture because, yeah, coconut's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Unless they chop it maybe a bit for you. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you ate it in a, in a dish. In a, on a plate yeah, yeah okay. like that so that's what that's the ikamata that we ate it's just beautiful gosh it's lovely so they eat a lot of um their own produce it's mm. uh so lots of um fruit there's yeah pineapples pawpaw um coconuts of course uh it's just yeah it's stunning oh you've got the you're hovering over aitutaki the place Yep. So that's another island off um, off Rarotonga. It's another flight. I can't I can't recall how long the flight was. It might be an hour or so. But Aitutaki is sort of like um, the absolute top experience in Rarotonga is to fly to Aitutaki, and uh, it's absolutely stunning. It's um, the colours are real. They're not photoshopped. So hold on. So I need to take another flight from Rarotonga. Rarotonga. Yeah, to Aitutaki. Okay. Did you get one of those flights when you just like two free seats with propellers on the side? No, no. No? <laughs> we actually, we went there a couple of years ago. We didn't go this time. So that's, a, that's the uh, lagoon of Aitutaki. Wow. And the little island, actually, the island in the in the bottom of the picture, there's a really little one that's mm -hmm. called One Foot Island, and I believe that's because it's only one foot above sea level. <laughs> and the other island, just to the um, to the right of that island, was where they filmed Survivor, one of the Survivor series. Survivor is that that's the one, isn't it? Yeah, that's One Foot Island. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah it smells like pirates around here yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it's absolutely beautiful and when you're when you're paddling in this um lagoon like there's turtles swimming below you and wow it's just phenomenal really phenomenal so how how long how much roughly does it cost to go to that island oh it's probably um oh, i'd say I'd Roughly. be guessing a bit, but it's probably around $300, $300 per person, um, wow. New Zealand. So that's probably about £150 or something. Oh, okay. To fly okay. to there from Rarotonga. To Rarotonga to New Zealand is about, um, oh gosh, I think it's about $600 per person or $700. Wow. Okay. Oh, that. It, that does that vary about the time of the year? Yeah, yeah the, okay. it does. I mean, at the moment, of course, prices are probably um, quite high because of um, it, the travel bubble has only just opened. Um, mm. But I don't think it was excessively higher. You know, they weren't charging the absolute earth or anything. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And then lastly, what do you think about the prices around these two islands? So the islands are very similarly priced to New Zealand. So uh, a lot of travellers say that New Zealand is an expensive place to travel to. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, coming from the UK, you know, you've got a good exchange rate, so it's probably not too bad. But um, it is, it, it is, and it, uh, I think it's okay. It's, it's, it is what it is, is what I say. It's not a cheap country. Like it's not like Bali where things are really super cheap. Um, and I also, I also, I think sometimes when places are cheap, that often the labor is cheap and people are being ripped off. You know, the locals, they're not being paid well. And I think this is something that COVID is actually made people in a lot of these places say actually we want things to be done a bit differently now um we want we want to spend more time with our family um you're paying big bucks so we would like to earn a bit more than you know whatever it is that they earn so yeah i think there's some change coming and of course prices will go up but you know if you've got the um ability to travel well you can't sort of live on someone else's poverty well you know you can't travel on someone else's poverty kind of thing so mm. yeah i think there's some different thinking to come okay okay yeah understandable um well that was really really insightful i would say i mean really really nice island it's kind of because i was thinking i did a podcast about new zealand and i was thinking like we did a eternity uh, not eternity but itinerary like okay, uh, spend few days here, few days here. Now, if I go to New Zealand, I need to make make time to visit this island as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, it's uh, um, I need to spend like uh, at least a month on that side of the world over there. Oh, you um, can spend a month down in the South Island in New Zealand. Okay, so I'm gonna need two months in that case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, do you think is that there is anything that we missed about this island? Um, look, it's just it's just a beautiful island. It's it's incredibly safe. It's the loveliest people. They are so welcoming, and they. One of the things I guess that people are now thinking about with travel is um, safety around um, hygiene and COVID and things like that. And the Cook Islands have got it really well organized. They've got um, apps that you, you know, you get a given a little card at the airport and you have to swipe in whenever you go places. Um, so, and their whole hygiene is very good. It's, I think it's a very safe country and I felt very, very comfortable going there. And it's, um, and I think we have to take responsibility as travellers as well to, you know, keep those countries safe. Uh, they're only small places. They've only got very small hospitals and a very small health system. Um, so we've got to look after them as well. Yeah, I agree. Responsible travelling, not just yeah. going somewhere because you're going to someone's home. Yeah. If you go to someone's home, you're not going to pollute and throw your trash everywhere. It's just be respectful. I agree Absolutely. with you. I agree yeah. with you. Well, no, thanks so no. much for joining us for this episode and showing us this beautiful island. Islands, because of the next one islands. as well. I know. Uh, well, there's 15 other, there's about 13 other islands, I think, but I've only ever been to those one, Aitutaki and Rarotonga. Yeah, so when I showed the map at the beginning, it was like quite a lot of islands over there. And I can yeah. imagine there's just 
beauty all around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. And I'm looking forward to recording the new one with you and welcome you again on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And that's a wrap for yet another travel episode. Thank you so much for listening to the whole thing. If you have listened that on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. That will mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Also, if you have a friend, a cousin, or a teacher, or anybody else who you think will be suitable for this series, please connect us and let's make this happen. Thanks so much once again. I wish you a fantastic day.